Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mother Harmony is here in pink, head to toe, and all the accessories. And you haven't even gone to the movie yet. Tomorrow afternoon. Do you have tickets? Yes, I have tickets. I was gonna say I would make you sure think I'm not smart enough to get the tickets ahead. Mother, I think you're so smart. Okay. I just let's, was wondering let's clear that up if you had actually I purchased do. them. I do have tickets. And- I can't recall seeing I mean, you know what I think it is? So I was there last night. If yeah, you were listening I, to Weekly I Dish, did, I did listen. You uh, you must have gotten the report. I know um, I was with Steph March and, um, and you a bunch to be of friends. The dull one in the group. Thanks, Mom. Well, I mean, everyone else was dressed for the movie. Um, yeah, and I didn't. You weren't. I didn't get the memo. I didn't know we were going so hardcore. I also had a very busy day, and so I was I was wearing a cute dress. It just oh, wasn't. I don't pre- doubt that. Turns out I don't have as many pink items of clothing well, as I see, thought I did. You know, the funny thing I was just talking to Steph before we started. And the funny thing is, I mean, pink has always been one of my favorite colors. Yeah. So I always wear pink a you lot. You do. And I guess I kind of thought that I had pink too, but for summer, not so much. And you know what else I realized? You know, I wore pink earrings. Oh, well, that's And something. pink nails. Okay. That's I accessorized in pink. That's anyway, something. anyway, what were you, oh, you going to say? I was just going to say that I noticed on Instagram as I was coming in on your motherof.co yes your website for mother of the bride and yes groom, yes yes on instagram that yeah right, the instagram is motherof.co yes. yes and you've got all well, the, of the these... website is as well i try to make it easy <laughs> <laughs> yes I digress. Go, go, go. you've got all of these pink mother of the well, bride dresses. i mean listen but everybody is swept up i wore pink for your wedding you sure did i was in bubblegum pink always a trailblazer yes always ahead yeah. or just always in pink yeah, one or the other. Comes around, goes yeah, around. Exactly. But yes, I mean, obviously the whole Barbie thing is a bit much. But separate from that, I mean, these are all dresses that we have curated on MotherUp.co yeah. for summer that are just great dresses. And I think pink is oh, it's a, a good, really yeah. good color for the mom specifically. A lot of times, you know, if you have bridesmaids in like, you know, pale pinks and then the mom is in a brighter shade of pink, that's a great look. Our friend Mitch Perfume, if you remember, yes. at her daughter's wedding in April was in uh, shocking well, pink. Yes, and she is soon to be featured on <gasps> Mother Up. You know, I wonder why wedding, she hadn't been that on there wedding yet. coming this oh, week. Right in perfect. time for Barbie. Perfect. Yes. You so, don't want to show me in my dress, huh? Just because it was what? 20? I don't even know if I have any photos of it. You don't have wedding pictures? Oh, oh from my wedding? Yeah. yeah. So, remember yeah. you had a wedding? Okay. First of all, we used one. It's literally on the mother of sight. Not in pink. No, I think it was it's in a black, black and, and white. white. That would um, be hard to tell that that's pink, wouldn't right. it? Right. But I, that's I mean, okay. my hey, photos. I'm not, my feelings aren't. Okay, pink. let me it's, tell you something. Yes. My wedding photos. Yes. It's like, say you're old without saying your age. Yeah. They're in boxes in the basement. You don't I have ha- an album? Yeah, I don't have a... Yes, and that was the photo that I took out. Uh, but it just happened to be black and white because I was in an artsy moment and I did a lot of I black and white photos in my album. In but I have nothing digitized, so I have to comb through oh. thousands of photos and to you know find what? them. That's true, and I have thought about this for a long time. We have a VHS tape of your wedding. A VHS tape. And we ought to make that. We had to digitize that. Wow, I've been married a long time. Because you know what? That won't, it won't hold up if we don't do it sometimes. Why didn't you do that? I'll give it to you. (laughs) Great, thanks. (laughs) Your wedding. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Okay, okay, this is what I wanted to say. Okay. I I can't ever recall, usually the kinds of movies that people dress up for, I'm just going to say it. Okay. They're kind of like 
nerd fests. Well, you they're, know, they're, they're Comic Con. Like, yes, yes. They're they're yeah. comic book. They're Harry Potter. I suppose yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Remember and I'm not when you knocking your wand. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> knocking Harry Potter or anything. But I just can't think of a time when it's been something that sort of is this pop cultural phenomenon that's feminine yep. and that's fun and that really whatever whether you're like identify as a sporty girl or a popular girl or an alternative to it's just like it's just fun you sure it is and and most with the group yes you know, i mean and, yeah, and i i mean west end the the theaters the showplace icon theaters last night i mean it was it was incredible i mean people really i mean really people looked like they were in prom dresses people were just in you know in pink was it on more than one screen there i think it might have been i think it was on two and of course you know, and this is kind of the whole conversation right now. This, this, um, you know, I mean, this is a movie literally made by a toy company, Mattel. Mattel, and they're going to continue to do that. Fourteen yes. different toy-related yep. movies they have in yep. production. Fourteen. Yep. Do you think that maybe that's a little overkill? Well, or I don't not? think they were all in production. Well, yet. that's I thought what that's they're their working plan on. Is that to do that it, is though. what they are currently well, working I on? Think, I heard an interview yeah. this week with someone okay. from Mattel, but. The brilliance of the marketing around it, you know, they've got the life-size Barbie box at every theater. Uh, There's one at Malcolm Yards this weekend. They're all over these Barbie boxes. And so everybody can have their photo moment and everyone wants to dress for that. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. You had Barbie dolls. I did. I was not hardcore, but I did. No, but the interesting thing is when my six-year-old granddaughter, Mm -hmm. who has the Barbie house and has the Barbie dolls and Everything. they've taken You over. never bought me the house. I never had a dream house. Our house I dreamed, was your dream I house. I dreamed <laughs> of a dream house, Mom. I wanted you to just dream about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, when she was at our house at one point, I said, oh, I've got some Barbie dolls you can play with. Yeah. And so I took them out and they were dressed from a presentation you had to make at school yes. at one time. Yes, I think I you did had, something on Roman clothing. Yes, you yes. Had, uh-huh. <laughs> you yeah, had they were in togas. <laughs> and, yeah, she was a little confused. That's by hilarious. It. Yeah. Well, that was my creativity. Yes, it certainly um, was. But I, I was thinking about um, my little six-year-old niece in all of these. Um, there's just been so much commentary and analysis and everything about this movie and talking about how something crazy like 90% of U.S. households with a girl, you know, ages 2 to 10 have a Barbie in it and how like, you know, your daughter-in-law, my sister-in-law is not like a super Barbie type. She's not the mom (laughs) that you would think would run out and be buying all this Barbie stuff. And yet, you know, her daughter loves it and they all find their way to Barbie. And I thought the movie was so well done. I loved it. It's gotten I loved great it. It was reviews. so Greta yeah. Gerwig was on yesterday on or the day before. So on she the View. can talk. She's allowed to talk, but none of the actors can because oh. of the strike. Yeah. Oh. Right? Because she's a director. The directors aren't on strike yet. Right. I yeah. didn't even think about actors that. Actors and writers. But yeah. it's interesting because she is a writer too. I very interesting. Confusing. Yes. I don't know if it's that she can go on that show. I didn't think that show would be on. Oh, because of what, but right. they are part of the news division. Sure, sure. Yes, they are and exempt. And there's a special thing so that they can yes, be shows on. that are entertainment. Yeah. So like the nightly talk yeah. shows, yeah. they can't well, be they on. They haven't been on for three months. I know. And and I have to think that all the act. I mean, I know that they were out early, and I bet they're so glad. And I wonder if it was at all because 
I or probably just so. they started uh, yeah, early. Yeah. But I mean, I I have to think that like Margot Robbie, who has so embodied this character, has <laughs> got to be a little sad that so would, many yeah. things, you know, that she can't be out right now. Yeah. No, I'm sure. But, but it's, it's not about her. Um, <laughs> Ryan about Gosling was amazing. Well, uh, just the little bits I've seen on TV. Everything just, about yeah. it. I mean, it was, you know, it was smart. It was funny. There were unexpected moments. Does it get a little preachy at times? Of course, but it does so in such an intentional way yeah. that I think it works. I really do. I, I'm really excited to see it. Now, I did not pull, a, a, what are we calling it, An op, a Barbie... Barbenheimer. Barbenheimer. I did not. I had a busy I day. I could not do that. My the son, Oppenheimer movie is yes. three hours long. Okay. Well, my son did it. Oh, he, he did? He did it. Yes. He um, he went to Oppenheimer in the afternoon and then went to Barbie. The younger one or the older the one? The older one. The older one. Um, oh, and took work say? off and everything. He wanted to do it. Loved Oppenheimer so very oh. much. He wants to go again already. Oh, he loved okay. it. Loved it. Loved it. Thinks it's one of the best films he's ever seen. He and I think of him as being, you know, kind of with it and funny and and can appreciate yeah. nuance and irony and all the things. Didn't like Barbie, and I was Ooh. like, "What? Who are you? Who even are you?" He didn't like it. Why? He thought that it was, he just, he he thought that it was kind of heavy handed. He thought it was like, there were certain characters that they made a mockery of, certain ones they didn't. He didn't like the whole, he thought the whole message, he didn't like it. But he hasn't had much to do However, with Barbie in his life. Well, exactly. Either. And I said to him, he was with a group of, you know, boys and girls. And I said, well, what did the girl, I'm like, is this an age thing? Is yeah. this like you know, people my generation appreciate it. And there are a lot of retro references. I mean, there are a lot of, you know, dolls that have been retired or didn't work. I mean, who remembers Alan, Ken's friend, who was just things like that? Um, Do you remember the shave, Ken, that I had? It came with that marker and you could make a beard on Ken. And I loved that. But he didn't really catch on. Wasn't really a big figure. he really didn't. Anyway... My son said the young women he was with, they loved it. So it seems oh, like it was a gender thing. I now, I'm curious to have my husband see it because he too... My husband is going with me tomorrow. Okay. He well, was willing. I bet dad will like it. I think he He's will. that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. you're right. Okay. Well, we've barely scratched the surface. Yeah. I also went to Beyonce, which I know a lot of uh, my talkers and a lot of hosts and a lot of you were there as well. So we're going to catch up on that. If you were at Barbie last night and just are dying to say something, you have a statement, you have a thought, we, we can, we'll take that a little later in the show. When we get back, we're going to catch up with our friend Grant, who's going to tell us about an uh, important date we need to put on the calendar. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls, a.k.a. Barbie Headquarters <laughs> on My Talk 1071. Delighted to have our shop boy, who I'm sure is just like dressed up, channeling Ken today and every day. It's the one and only Grant Whitaker. Hello, Grant. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Harmony. How are you today? Hi, Good. Grant. Have you seen the movie already? I have not. I'm booked in for next week. Okay. (laughs) You are going to love it. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Well, it's been, there's just so much hype around all of the things and all of the fashion and all of the good stuff. So it's, I, I'm, I hope it was great. 
It's a lot of fun. And I mean, yeah, it is an overwhelming amount of hype and product and, and um, craziness, but but it's kind of fun and you just have to smile and not overthink it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. But meanwhile, Grant, you have other events to be thinking about and one coming up and we appreciate you doing us the public service of getting it on the calendar now before it's too late to get tickets. Well, you know, I mean, I do a lot of fashion shows and experiences this one just happens to have the most stunning natural background it you know it's this great project at seven vines vineyard you know it benefits all things research for mayo clinic in terms of alzheimer's so just a beautiful show beautiful situation and you know it's a great time to come out and enjoy the weather and and see some fashion and the truth is it isn't you know it's almost august it's sort of scary it's not that far away okay what date is this that this is happening August 9th. So it's August 9th. Okay. Yes. And tickets are yes. available now. We'll give that information and post a link. But Grant, where is that vineyard? So it's in Delwood. So I had a great opportunity to work out there last year and do a show. And then Seven Vines Vineyard called back and said, look, this was a great experience. Maybe we could tie this into our wonderful benefit. And so it is such a stunning landscape. I mean, it really oh, is. I've never seen I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've been to Calistoga and to Sonoma. It's just so wonderful to see this in our own backyard. And I mean, it's really breathtaking. Wow. It looks gorgeous. I'm looking at the pictures. Do you think people know about this? About this winery? Because I certainly have never heard. Obviously, some do. Well, I know, but I'm saying when Grant is saying how, you know, he's been, as I have. To yeah. Sonoma, and that this is even... You don't have to travel that far. No, right. if I you knew don't. how to get to it's, Delwood. Well, it's it's easy. You just hop in that vehicle and put some gas in it and get out there. I see. Okay. <laughs> so how do you think about fashion for a runway in the middle of a vineyard? Well, look at you asking. I mean, that's it, I, it's so funny, of course, you know, the fabulous shop girl asking those fabulous questions. Um, it's funny because you could, you pair wine with the fashion. So that's what we're doing. It's really fun, you know, really taking everything Seven Vines Vineyard, tying that into fashion, looking at what they do. There's a beautiful wine, um, that they also have, which is an old vine wine called Reminisce that is really dedicated to all things Alzheimer's research. Um, and the the storyline out there is also, so authentic and so wonderful. Um, The mother of the vineyard passed of Alzheimer's. And um, so her daughter, her husband, they really honor her with this. And so it just kind of brings everything full circle. But when we're thinking about fashion and fun, you know, you think a a little bit about the notes and the bubblies and, you know, what are the essences or what's the coloring? And so it's nice to tie in and, you know, the fashion is Martin Patrick three. Uh, we worked on this experience together last year. So we get to all be together again this year. How Salon does the wonderful hair and makeup for it. So it's great models with great fashion and great backdrop and like super luxe. For, for people who haven't maybe been into Martin Patrick three this summer and bummer for them. Um, what are you loving right now, Grant? What's on the, what's on the racks that we should all be running to grab? Well, you know, one of the things that I think Martin Patrick does is they always think about, like, I think, what are the more approachable trends for people? And 
by that, I mean, like, we have these great landscapes and great patterns out there right now and kind of an overabundance of color. And it, it gets served and merchandised to us, like, in the best way. So, like, they have a, a newer section that's in the back that's really got the most beautiful, stunning array of, like, greens. There's a little touch of purple. There's a nice little touch, of course, of, like, pinks. But I always love walking through the sections and just knowing, too, that there's going to be a really um, flattering source of pattern mm. that you're also going to see there. But, Grant, you're talking about in the women's section right now, I assume, or not? Yes, okay. I am. I'm actually, you know, and that's so funny. You know, I always take trends and start with women, you know, because I think, in truth, if we know a lot about trend, it breaks down in women's styles. And then the following season, we see a lot of those colors and patterns and things break down into more men's trends. Ah. And so in men, you know, they're, of course, through the store, there are great neutrals, great colors. There are certain slices of patterns, but they're more landscape patterns, not super loud, but more colorful. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know if everybody knows that Martin Patrick, I mean, women's has, is... Still somewhat new there. I mean, they haven't had women. We wish they recently expanded and they built out a whole new women's department yeah. that's just absolutely gorgeous. And you think about, I mean, the fitting rooms and the whole area. I mean, it's like right out of a movie. Yeah. The space to come out and do your twirls. Right. It's really and, fun. You know, anybody, women who used to go in there with the men in their life and be kind of jealous because mm-hmm. it's such a great store to shop in, yeah. they now can find things for themselves as well. Right, right. Um, Grant, are you worried with all of the, um, with Hollywood on strike, we're not going to have as much red carpet inspo for the next few months? People have been talking about that. Are you worried? No, I mean, because I think in truth, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood. Trend and fashion is a whole different scenario. And I think it's always nice to see a star in a great gown. You know, that's always we know that Hollywood flavor, but in truth, the runways this season have been so glamorous and so storytelling and really more experiential that I think if we have that or don't have that, I don't think we're lacking with our fashion inspiration. I think, you know, justifiably, we do want to support, you know, artists and we want to support writers and things like that, but it doesn't mean we have to throw away our good clothes. There you go. Amen to that. We'll put a link up. You can go to 7, the number 7, vinesvineyard.com. Look at the events and reserve your tickets now. It's Wednesday, August 9th. Grant, it sounds like it'll be a fun event. Well, I'm hoping you can make it. Thank you, Shop Girls. We'll do our best. Thanks for calling. Great to talk to you. All right. We will be back with a special edition of Ask the Expert. That's next. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. You know, Mom, among the many things going on in the Twin Cities this weekend, mm-hmm. um, there's an event called Art on the Edge. It's happening today in Linden Hills um, in a space right above um, Everett and Charlie, the, the gallery. Yeah, the gallery. Yeah. 
And they've got a couple of sessions going on in just a little while. And they're they're looking at think about like how you know, art is can be sort of a deep experience. But how do you really like get in touch with your inner self and your spirit and bring it all yeah, together? Not easy. I don't think you could answer that. Mom. Probably not. I don't. No. I think you know what I think. What? I think we should ask an actual expert. OK. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. Oh, do we ever. We are so delighted and honored because she's on her way to a workshop in just a few minutes. It's Angela Isabel. She's a medium and personal coach. And she is running a couple of workshops today as part of Art on the Edge. And we are just so excited to get just a little little sneak peek of what she's going to be talking about before she goes on stage. Hi, Angela. Hello, and thank you both for having me on. This is so much fun. And I've got to say, I love your intro to the expert. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) You've never been introduced in quite that manner, huh? Channel that, Angela. Yes. So so tell us a little bit, you know, I, I obviously I'm I'm practical. What can I say? I think of Everett and Charlie as an art gallery. Today, you're bringing in the idea of spirituality. How do you blend the two? How do you talk about spirituality in the space of art? That is an awesome question. And I've got to say, when you look at art, a lot of people, when they look at art, they feel something. They, they look at it and they, they feel it deep inside and they get this sometimes a beautiful feeling, sometimes like, oh, I'm not so sure about that one, but they're feeling it. And all everything we do is about feeling and understanding. And all artwork, when an artist is creating an artwork, they are channeling. And I don't know if you know what channeling is, but uh, channeling is when you're bringing information from the other side, from all that's around us, sometimes even the earth. You're channeling that information and you're putting it on paper and you're letting people see your vision. So art and what I do, they really go together because there's so much beauty that's all around us. And when you put it on paper or any other aspect, even people that create soaps, they're creating an art because there's beautiful soaps out there. They're creating something and expressing themselves through that. And all this is what I do is I'm expressing those on the other side and the people that are creating artwork are expressing what they're feeling and sharing it with others. It goes together. How did, how did you become a, a medium and a coach? Well, I always, it's a funny story, but I'll make it really quick. I know we don't have a lot of time. (laughs) I always say in the closet or out because I have been connected to spirit my whole life, but I never told anybody. Mm. I kept it to myself until spirit decided they had enough of my, as I say, in the closet. (laughs) They had enough of and and outed me. (laughs) And at that point, once I started being open, I knew it would help a lot of people. Once I hit that point, it was taking off like a rocket ship, and I was doing readings and sessions with people within a couple of weeks of deciding Mm -hmm. that I wanted to be there to help other people. So do you do a lot of one-on-one sessions, Angela, when you're not doing a big event like you are today? Is it it one-on-one and helping people kind of think about what's next for them? 
Absolutely. And really, when I do the expos, I get out and about, and I get to have a great day. But most, about 90% of what I do is actually online. People can contact me, set up a session, go with Zoom. And after the Zoom session, they get a recording of it. And this is for people who are looking for connecting to people who have passed and for just guidance. What, I, what do I have coming up? How can I work through things or relationships I'm working for? So it's the whole gamut. And for me, it's always an honor to work with all of those on the other side and all the people that are here. Angela, will you ever give people bad news? Mm. No. So what How do you I handle do, that? What I do is when things come through where it's going to be challenging, I will let people know here's something challenging coming up, but for me, I work with the team on the other side. They will give information to the people to help them work through that. The easiest path to work through the challenging times to get them out on the other side to help with healing, to help with challenging situations, relationships. So if there's something I, that they let me know is coming up for the people, it's not just letting them know what's coming up. It's how can you handle it? What's a great way to work through it that serves everyone in the, in the process? Hmm. Have you ever found that you need to talk to somebody who is a medium? Uh, usually they'll tell me. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a direct line, Mom. Well, She's got a direct you know, sometimes line. Sometimes you know, when they say, <laughs> "Look, you I, know, I, doctors I, heal yourself. That I think kind of a thing? lot of people, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think the 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 wanting to connect with people who we've lost is obviously, uh, you know, a strong feeling for a lot of people. Um, is there, are there, are there any, uh, any little tips, anything? I mean, you know, are there shortcuts, Angela? How do we get there? Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the cool things right after the gallery reading, I'm going to be teaching a class on really simple, easy ways. People can connect with those on the other side Tell and us. can continue to grow that information. But for people here, the biggest thing is, because I know we don't have a lot of time, but the biggest thing is to realize that as you go through, when you're feeling, when you when you have these memories, when they'll just pop in or a song will come on radio, and these 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 niggles from the other side, that's our loved ones making connection with us. And a lot of times we dismiss it, and instead of dismissing it, if we stop for just a moment and say, thank you, thank you for that message to let me know you're there, hmm. then they will continue to grow that connection as you go forward, and that connection will get deeper and deeper, and the messages will come quicker and quicker. Do you find when you talk to people and you you know give them um, advice or tell them you know what their loved ones who have passed are, are telling them and all. Do you ever hear back from your, the people you're doing a reading for such to say to you, you were absolutely right. This happened or that happened. Or on the other hand, say, you don't know what you're talking about. Absolutely. And it's, to me, it's, it's awesome. So I had one, one reading and there. My team is giving me messages right now. So they're telling me that there was a reading where the people, there was a, a rift in the family for over 50 years. Mm. After I did the reading for a couple of the people in the family, they suggested that they contact the rest of the family. They did. Mm. And then I heard back later that they got together with the family and healed the rift. Oh, how wonderful. Years. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it's always amazing. 
I think um, I, I've read a lot and heard a lot of, of of people with with your skills, Angela, talk about, you know, signs or looking for signs. You want to know if you should make a move or change jobs or, or things like that. Any advice on how to really dial in so that you don't miss those signs? Absolutely. And I call it intuition. Intuition is key. It should be our, our sixth sense, which is what a lot of times they list as a sixth sense. We can grow our intuition just like a muscle, just like going to the gym. The more you work with it, the, the easier it happens, the quicker it comes, and the stronger the messages become. And when things don't feel right, so just a real quick, when things don't feel right, your intuition is saying you need to look at a different path. You need to look at something different. And when things feel right, you're going on the right path. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And then when you're, I suppose you could use that same intuition when you're like standing in the Everett and Charlie art gallery, trying to decide if you should own a piece. If it right. speaks painting, to you, which that's you intuition. Try. Absolutely. <laughs> and to me, I encourage people, the first thing you're drawn to, there's a reason you're drawn to it. There's something you're going to get out of that. Right. So trust your intuition, and especially in an art gallery. If you're going to do something in your home, you're, you want to put something new in your home, go to an art gallery, use your intuition. What are you drawn to first? What is the thing you keep getting drawn back to? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you need and will be the perfect fit. Right. We probably spend more time talking ourselves out of things. If we would just sort of like listen to that hunch in the first place, we could save a lot of time. Absolutely. And my team always laughs about that. They're like, you people, you should really figure it out. Listen to us first. You won't have so many issues. Right. Save a lot of time. (laughs) Well, the event Art on the Edge is going on all day at Everett and Charlie, which is 2720 West 43rd Street in Linden Hills. It's an adorable gallery. If you haven't been, you should go check it out. Um, Angela, are, are there any spots left in your classes? I know the first one starts at 12, so it's coming right up. That one's coming right up. And I've got to say, my the team and the people I work with, they are so excited. There is room at 12, so if you have time, stop on down, get a ticket. You won't be disappointed. Everyone is different. I never know what's going to happen, but it's always there to help heal. And you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to go through the gamut, but it's going to be so much fun. And then right after that, uh, from 12 to 1 is the gallery. And at 1.30, I'm going to be teaching easy ways to connect to those on the other side, bringing it forward and learning to find those cues. So it's going to be an amazing day. I'm hoping more people come to experience this because it is going to be phenomenal. Well, I think the first sign is people turned on the radio. They heard you saying this and now they're probably pointing their cars or their bicycles (laughs) or their feet right towards Everett and Charlie. Awesome. <laughs> it's going to be such a great day. And I've got to say thank you to both of you. Your intuitiveness and your connection to the other side has helped so many people in your in your circles, but not only yours, you're growing that circle, and there is many more that will be hearing your messages. And my team on the other side is saying, you have to realize the creation you've made, and you have been listening very carefully to those on the other side and making your next move on your business, too. Hmm. We well, try. Thank you, we Angela. Try. We try. Generally, our message is just wait for it to go on sale. But we're trying. Well, that counts for something, right? <laughs> Angela, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And they, they just want to say again, thank you for all you do. They appreciate you greatly. 
Thank you. Thank Again, you. it's Angela Isabel, and she's at Everett and Charlie today in Linden Hills. We'll be back with more Shop Girls right after this. What a clever new song. Oh, yeah. God, I love it where did Fall Out Boy get that idea? I don't know. I wonder if he's ever heard Billy Joel's song <laughs> by any chance. Oh, that's funny. I hope actually that Billy Joel's version is like rising and trending again because of this. Like it reminded people that happens sometimes. I think the Billy Joel version is better. I'm just going to say. Billy Joel's better. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a great song. But we digress. It was. And there was a time when I knew that whole thing. I could do the whole thing. Could you really? Oh, I never could do that. Yes, indeed. Um, All right. Well, it's time to get serious, right? I mean, jumpsuits, sleeves, sleeves. all things pink. You know what we're talking about. It's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? Give me she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Okay, I wanna I wanna talk about I, I kind of don't like to talk about Julia Fox a lot because I think that, you know, she dresses in weird things. So that people will talk about her. You know, I don't know. Who's Julia Fox again? Remind me. I don't know. Well, I mean, she dated. I think she's supposed to be an actress. She was an actress in uh, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. But that was about it. But that's what she's kind of famous for. She dated Kanye. Mm, okay. For a while. So she's and, like a socialite. Yeah. Well, I don't think she's a socialite. She's just out there trying to be seen. And so she wears well, a lot of And obviously the but, paparazzi you know, is responding. Yeah. So it works for her. Mm-hmm. But So she wore a dress. You know, it's always good to have an extra sleeve. Mm-hmm. You never know. You never know when you might need an extra That's arm. right. That so doesn't come with it. she wore a dress. And it was, you know, like a, a baby blue um, mini dress. With two sets, not one, but mm-hmm. two sets of long sleeves. So could you so, wear either one? Well, Are no, they... the whole idea is that one is like a normal pair uh-huh. for your arms, uh-huh. and then the other one comes around the back and ties around your arms in the front. Well, you know, this could be a trend, Mom, because um, at the Beyonce concert yeah. earlier this week, which we'll talk more about a little later, yeah. um, she had one look, you know, it was all bodysuits, all bodysuits. I mean, unbelievable yeah, well, what not? she can wear. But she had this one where it looked she was wearing these long black like opera gloves with this sparkly bodysuit. But then there were also black hands that looked like they were one is covering her her hoo-ha. Well, you said it. I didn't. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. So I think this extra sleeve, extra arm thing. It's it's, well, you never know when you need an extra hand. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I heard Beyonce once. Tell on television, and I gave her credit for that. Sometimes she wears three pairs of Spanx. Is that right? Under, I mean, you know, those are all tight fitting. Yes. Outfits. Okay. More about Beyonce later. Okay. So, all right, but the sleeve you, thing. Okay. It's a, it's a moment. I would say that's a no. Okay. I'm going to say no You're on that. Say no. One. Yeah. yeah. You like that? I I don't even think that that is something that a person could go out and buy, say, at Nordstrom. Do you? I don't. I think Unless this is just like. Unless they had extra material hanging around. No. Maybe I, she I bought it at not. a sample sale. Maybe it was. <laughs> I bet. Wrongly constructed. Somebody got carried away and, and put she four just sleeves on. picked it up. That Speaking of sample sales, 
Oh, I had a devastating moment this week, which oh, is really quick. Really? Um, um, what do you call it? Um, Shop um, Mill, you know, the, the yes. brand that's based here. Yeah. They did. This is the beauty of oh. having a brand based in your hometown. They you know, we talk sales. about it with Marion Park. So I've never known of Mill to do a sample sale, but they did. It was in the North Loop. And it was um, whatever day it was. It was from like 10 to 3. And I wanted to go so bad. And I had meetings and I had meetings. And I got there at like 2.30. You can't let that take care of Extra smalls, extra larges, everything. Really? Yes. Yes. But wow. I mean, I guess the turnout was incredible. So hopefully they'll do it again. Yeah. Boy. You got to follow these brands on Instagram. Well, I do. But I didn't see that. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I missed that. All right. What what about Eva Longoria? Yeah. What about her? I mean, now this She's gorgeous. Yes. She's 48, you know. We're know. not talking 20. Yeah. I told you when I saw her last yes. year, and, and I mean, she's just absolutely, I mean, this is not Photoshop. Like, she is gorgeous. Well, that's the thing. I kept looking at these pictures. She's on a vacation with mm-hmm. her husband and, and son, and she's at the beach in Spain, I believe, in a, they call it Barbie Pink. Um, well, everybody is everything. calling every, any Anything opportunity to make Barbie it Barbie, pink. they are. Right. Um, a month ago, it would have just been pink. Yeah. Okay. It would have been shocking pink. Yeah. yeah. And it's a one-piece bathing suit cut with a deep V. And in the back, it has a cutout between, you know, like under your rib cage to your, well, yeah, just your back. But then it's a thong. I mean, it's like your buns are right out there for the world to see. But if you really have buns like this, I guess <laughs> the thing is, you know, I kept looking. I, I, so that's enlarged, the takeaway. Well, if you I look lo- like Eva Longoria, it's wear okay this wear this. Except I still couldn't because I, thongs, I don't want to get into that. Anyway, but what, you know, I kept enlarging the picture thinking, this is not her body. She must have tights on under oh this. Oh my God. I really, no, don't you get that feeling? At the beach? The, how, no, this is what I'm saying. How can she be that perfect? I mean, there's not a vein on her leg. <clears throat> Excuse me. Look at her legs. There's not one darn vein. There is not a bit of cellulite. It isn't fair. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So okay. I don't know. I mean, she looks fabulous. Yeah. And okay. I thought JLo looked pretty good this week, too. Where was she out in that red jumpsuit? Oh, I want that. She was just going shopping. Of course she was. <laughs> Because she always needs That's more That's how clothes. I look when I go to the farmer's market in a halter style. Is it bright it's, red it's or actually, kind of an orangey red? No, it's red. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a, a billowy jumpsuit that looks like it's a, it looks like a skirt. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a jumpsuit. And But you know what I love about it? Like there's <clears throat> it, it's sort of cinched just this in the most subtle way, but it isn't like super tight. It's actually oh, no, just not at all. It's like, just a little little bit taken in at the waist looks like she might have had like double avocado toast for breakfast and she still could wear this yeah do you think Mm -hmm. oh maybe and it's just got a little um silver kind of um piece at the neck yeah it's a good straps but i think she looks fabulous in that yeah she does okay uh what about uh sjp what about have you been watching just like that i have I think it's better than last year. I do too, and I can tell you why. <clears throat> okay, let's hear it. I have a whole theory about this. Last year, they had to set up what why the next they, chapter looked like. Well, yeah, because it was so many years past. It, it took them, and, and I understand that they <clears throat> couldn't quite rush into it. So first of all, they had to get more diverse friends. 
they had just, you know, suddenly yeah, become friends Samantha with people of color. Yeah. No, seriously. But yeah. You know, they, it's a different world. They had to have just a whole range of diversity of but they also gender had identities to and have everything somebody else. somebody else on. Yeah, but, just, but yes. But it, and like, they had to get rid of um, Nor, Chris Snuff. Yes, big. Yeah. So they, it, it took them <clears throat> just like way too long to set it all up. Yeah. Now that they have that done, they basically are back to the original formula yeah. where it's like a relationship, something quirky about it. And yeah. that's the episode. And so now it feels much more true to how what last season was just like, what is I going think on? You have hit it on the head. Yeah, I really do. I'm and I'm enjoying it. I I mean it's light fluff. I have to say. I mean if you haven't seen the and latest I like the one, new characters. Shay yeah, is so other than Shay, she is so annoying. I, I, oh, he, they, why but, is but that? Sarah who plays that Sarah role. Ramirez. Oh God, I'm yeah. sorry, just so annoying. Yeah, the Terrible. character, not you know, no problem with no, any no, of no. it, but the, just the character. Yes, and maybe it's supposed to be that way. And you know, anyway, the, but that coat. That in the last episode, we'll, we'll in, have to talk this, about it after. Okay. Hold that thought. Okay. When we get back, we'll take your questions and we'll tell you what SJP was actually wearing because we don't want to leave you hanging. So no. don't go away.